The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Whether you're buying your dream home or selling the property you've called home for years, Freestyle Real Estate is committed to providing each client with exceptional services throughout the real estate process. Freestyle Real Estate was started in 2009 as an alternative to the big box real estate agencies in the Tri-County area and beyond. We cater to both buyer and seller needs and also offer residential property management services. But our goal isn't simply to buy, sell, or manage real estate. We go above that. Our mission is to provide you with one-of-a-kind professional services to help you successfully achieve your real estate goals. At Freestyle Real Estate, we are passionate about what we do and want to be your trusted advisor, a realtor you can trust for life. Visit us at www.freestyle.re.com to find out more about the freestyle difference. We are real estate for real people. Hi, everyone. Welcome into the interview portion of Chamber Chat, brought to you by the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I'm here with today's guest. I have Ellie Travato from Freestyle Real Estate. Ellie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so tell me your title over at uh, Freestyle. I am the Director of Communications over at Freestyle Real Estate, which basically means that I am able to put on my creativity hat and create brand awareness. The goal is that whenever someone hears Freestyle Real Estate, we want them to know that it's real estate for real people. Mm. So that's basically what I do by utilizing social media, so platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of our marketing material, and of course the opportunity to come out and meet out with individuals such as yourself and really share our mission and our goals. Sure. So this is your first podcast, right? I yes, understand. Yes, it is. Right? Yes, it is. But I am super excited. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I know you've been listening. Yes, I have so, been. So, right, yeah. I have been. Like I said, uh, I believe it was Melissa who was talking about the jujubes. Mm-hmm. I really had a craving for jujubes after that. So yeah. I might have to go to a CVS and get those yeah. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be able to find them this time of year. Oh, no. They are very right. hard yes. to come by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ja- I would say year. I would say January 1st is okay. your time. So you're going to so. have to put it on the calendar. Okay. I can, I'll settle for Reese's peanut butter cups at that point that because that's, that's my weakness. So. That, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm wondering if I have any on me right now. We could. I don't think I do. Oh, um, darn. Next time. But I I'll put bring that. Them. I put that January first on my calendar. It's definitely That's a smart on. Move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to. They're limited availability. Mm-hmm. But um, so thanks again for uh, being on today and and being a guest. So um, so tell me, 
tell me a little bit more about Freestyle for those who aren't familiar, please. Absolutely. So Freestyle Real Estate was founded in 2009 by our broker, Suzanne Kunda, who really wanted to provide an alternative to all of the big box real estate agencies. For her, it went beyond the buying and selling of real estate. She really wanted to form relationships strong bonds and let people know that she's their trusted partner in the real estate transaction. So for the past decade, we've grown tremendously and we've been sharing that message that it's not just about real estate, it's about meeting your lifelong goals, like what makes sense for you. Sure, sure. And I know, look, real estate can be a very crowded space. Yes, that is very true. You know, especially Mm -hmm. in this area that we're in. It's one of the wealthiest areas of the country. Mm -hmm. It's one of the more populated areas in the country. Mm -hmm. So what sets you guys apart from some of the other real estate um, agents and other real estate houses out Mm -hmm. there? And that's a question that we are frequently asked. And basically it comes down again to taking the time to build those relationships, really understanding what the client wants or the prospect wants, asking them questions about the situation they're currently in and where they want to be so that they know they haven't just found a realtor, they found a trusted partner that they can call on a month from now, a year from now, and know that if we don't have the answers, we're going to do the research or we're going to find it to you because, for you because we want you to be happy. Yeah, so. and that's a, it's interesting that you're saying that about building the relationship and, and, I, and I get the sense from Freestyle that you guys, you're not transactional. Like this is not transactional for you. You got it. Mm-hmm. And I just said, if I can share personally, uh, you know, a, um, a contact of mine is you know, looking for a home mm-hmm. and he's approved for a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And his real estate agent is trying to push him into something that is on the high end of his budget. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just talking with him and kind of the different information points he's given me, I really feel like that is a transaction for that individual. Yes. And, and look, mm-hmm. real estate agents are in the business to make money. Like, mm-hmm. I, I totally get that. They have a living just like mm-hmm. you and I do. Um, but there is more to it than just the transaction. Absolutely. When it comes to the home buying experience, it can be exciting, but also very scary because there is a lot of information that you go into the process possibly not thinking about. So what we really encourage our clients to do if they're first-time home buyers is sit down, write down your wish list, write down what your wants are, what your needs are, And that could include anywhere from your neighborhood to the school district to specific amenities. And again, budget is very important. Have that pre-approval. Know what your limits are because you really don't want to bite off more than you can chew or have what we call home buyer's remorse. You Mm -hmm. want to make sure that if you're buying a home that it makes sense for you. So we always open that conversation up. We put things down on paper and we want you to be confident in the purchase that you make. Sure, sure. And I know real estate also, so being in communications, um, you know, with Freestyle, the, <laughs> you know, real estate back in the day was just, you, you put a sign on somebody's lawn, right? Mm-hmm. You know, then the internet came along and now all of a sudden you have the, uh, you know, the MLS listing, yes. or maybe that was around before then, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, it, then you talk about having the, the audio tour. Mm-hmm. Video tour. Right, the that. video yes, tour, the, the 360. Tour. Yes. You know, then you're on social media. I see stuff on LinkedIn. So how do you, 
How do you just put it all together? And it, at what point are you saying it may, may become too saturated? Mm-hmm. Or how do you balance it all, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, it is, like you said, it is a game of balance. It's about providing the information and making sure that you're showcasing the property in its best light, but that you're also being true to what your clients are looking for. So like you said, with social media, there are posts going out daily from about a million different real estate agents. So making that content unique, while also being careful not to bombard people. The way that I approach social media is I like to have little you know, drops here and there of different things. I don't like to have the same content showing constantly on different platforms. It's about making it unique, but making it meaningful. Sure, sure, yeah. Because when you want you want somebody when they look at that post, they're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, exactly. Yeah, this is a house mm-hmm. we want to take a look at, mm-hmm. or whatever." Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you say? I, w- I would say the majority of folks out there are, I don't want to say seasoned home buyers, but they've probably purchased a home before, right? Yes. So they have a real estate agent that maybe they've been working with. So how do you communicate to that audience that, hey, we're available, and you know, I don't want to say say consider switching, but mm-hmm. How can, how can we earn your business? Well, again, it all goes back to building those relationships. We're not simply in it to you know check off a box and cash a commission check. We want to provide you with information that's going to help you now, and it's going to help you a year from now. We offer our webinars, our home buying webinars. So how do you approach the home buying process in today's market? We want you to be comfortable with the information that we provide, and we want you to be comfortable with the process. So again, I think it all goes back to letting people know that you're open to building that relationship, and we're not just going to show up and say, okay, here's a listing agreement, sign that, and um, you know, we'll be on our way. It's more than that. For right. Us. So, are you finding are you finding generational um, type differences too? Like, I'm I'm hearing that the younger generation isn't necessarily in a hurry to buy a house, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the home buyer's remorse tends to come in, which it's always why it's always important to go over that wish list, go over what they're looking for, and understand. Okay, do you want a fixer upper? Do you want something that you can just move right into? So, having that conversation and knowing what the expectation is really can help bridge that gap and really help them to meet their needs. Yeah. And I know also when you guys are on social media, because I checked out some of your social uh, media channels before we spoke here, you're, you're not just pushing out houses. You're not just yeah. saying, hey, this is for sale. Mm-hmm. Give me give me some example of some of the, so look, my audience is going to wind up mm-hmm. hopefully <laughs> subscribing yes. to, you know, your LinkedIn feed and That's Facebook or wherever else mm-hmm. you, you are. Um, but give me an example of some of the content that you're posting on there that would be helpful to people, even if they're not looking for a house. Absolutely. So I follow the rule of 80-20. It's 80% information that regards the industry. So if there's something going on in the real estate market, for example, in February, home purchases increased by 11.8%. That's something that we're absolutely going to share on social media. It'll likely be on our LinkedIn platform. But the other 20% is for marketing our services because obviously you know, we're in the real estate industry and we want people to know about our services, but there needs to be a balance. So you're going to see a combination of industry news. You're going to see information on what you as an individual would likely want in a home. For example, you know, do you prefer that fixer upper or do you want the modern move-in ready home? We do polls. 
Um, and we do share our listing information, but we also share educational information. So topics that are of interest, not just to real estate agents, but to the public at large, because the more you know, the better you prepare yourself for the home buying process. But I've even seen some posts on there, like, you know, how to decorate exactly. and just like yes. some, some really helpful mm -hmm. tips, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have some blank walls in my house, so I got a little bit of inspiration there from, oh, uh, from one of the posts. So, Great. Yeah. I'm big into interior design now, so I try to feed that in a little bit because it is about trends, too. Like, what's hot in the market? What's happening with home decor? What's not happening? happening. So... You know, we bring that all together on the social media platform. Yeah, okay. So, so I know you've worked at a couple different organizations in uh, real estate. So, yes. so tell me how, uh, what kind of drove you towards the real estate piece of things? Well, uh, when I was completing my master's degree over at Villanova University, I, um, I stumbled upon a position at a commercial overlay board, which basically serviced commercial real estate agents throughout Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey. I knew nothing about real estate. I felt like I got myself into a bigger pool than I wanted to, <laughs> but I ended up finding home there. I loved it. I was there for almost seven years. I worked my way up to the top. I was executive director of one point of the association. So working with real estate agents really not only opened my eyes up to a whole new industry and a whole new world. It, I've met so many people from so many different backgrounds and that's helped me grow not just professionally but as a person so mm -hmm. I'm loving every minute of it I'm not quite a real estate agent yet but I have a feeling one day that's going to happen. yeah that might happen right I have a feeling it's just a natural progression of well things. so as I say you have all the all this information you've been gaining over the years it only exactly. seems like that's a natural thing for for that to happen well, stay tuned yeah <laughs> so so thinking back to like obviously having your master's you're quite accomplished and then you're getting experience through the real estate you know is there is there a single piece of advice that somebody may have given you along the way that has really helped you in your career uh, mm -hmm. Can you think back to a time where, where that has happened? Absolutely. In my position at Tri-State, our former executive director, she really became a mentor and a close friend to me. And the one thing that she told me that to this day is the greatest piece of advice that I've ever received, learn a little bit about everything. Make yourself a key part of whatever group or organization you're in. Because every little bit that you know helps someone down the road and it helps you not just professionally but as an individual so I've I've followed that advice in every single aspect of my life I I, I don't have one specific talent but I can do a bunch of different things mm -hmm. really well and and I love it so so and I bet you didn't the, you didn't think the podcast would go in this direction <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I want to ask a little bit more because our yes. our, our, our audience is um, they're seeking content and they're seeking some advice. You know, as much as they want to get a chance to know you mm -hmm. and uh, get a chance to know Freestyle, they also, you know, are attracted to the content too. Absolutely. Um, so mm -hmm. from a mentor uh, pr uh, uh, angle, mm -hmm. were you seeking her out as a mentor or was she volunteering herself to you? How do you think that relationship started? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, I was really interested in learning more about the industry and I was really interested in learning how I could grow and I think she sensed that so it was a combination of me perhaps being a bit shy and timid and not knowing how to approach the conversation so she you know nudged me in the right direction and say and said hey you know this is some advice that I would give you and I just I continued to grow from then on out and I 
if I can give anyone a piece of advice other than, you know, learn a little bit about everything here and there is never be afraid to speak up. Because if you don't speak up, then someone else is going to speak for you and you may not like the message that they're giving. Yeah, you're so. Yeah, you're spot on. So, yeah, so, so two things speaking up is it's wildly important. Like you don't you don't know until you ask mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's that's for mm-hmm. anything. You know, if if you're a small business who's listening to this and you want to buy something from one of your vendors, um, you know, maybe there's a a cheaper price that's available to you and Mm -hmm. you won't know that until you ask. They might not actually offer that up to you. Um, But back to the mentor thing, I think that's probably was that probably was the best case scenario for you two, Mm -hmm. because there has to be a little bit of want Mm -hmm. uh, on both parts in order to in order Mm -hmm. to grow, because otherwise it seems a little, you know, forced probably. Mm You know, you don't you 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 may want to need, mm-hmm. but your mentor might not have been like you know what I don't I don't know if I necessarily have time for this sort of mm-hmm. thing, and they might not be putting themselves totally into it, and then and then vice versa too, mm-hmm. um, you know. So I think that you guys had the best case scenario there. We really did. I was really fortunate that she was very supportive of me both as an individual as well as a professional, and really wanted me to succeed. I, she and I, we talk, I want to say at least once a month. And to this day, I pick up the phone and I say, hey, Arlene, this is what's going on. Can you give me some advice? And she never hesitates and she gives it to me straight. But like you said, sometimes that might not be the case where, you know, you seek out advice and your mentor is there and can easily give you that advice. So sometimes it's about looking elsewhere you know, being able to know when the relationship maybe isn't making sense. So being smart enough to find that information elsewhere, whether it's, you know, in a book, it's doing research, it's talking to somebody else in the field, just know that there are ways and that, again, if you speak up and you speak your mind, you're going to be able to get that information that you need to succeed. Right, right. Great. Spot on. Um, where are you from, Ellie? You, you live around here? <laughs> well, uh, I it's, a long, a... <laughs> it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll give you the short version of it. So I was raised over in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, it's close to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, but I actually lived in Italy for six, seven years. My father was born and raised in Naples, Italy. He came here when he was 18, so met my mother. They decided, you know, when I was about 10, 11, you know, let's go to Italy. You can learn a little bit about our culture there. Mm -hmm. So I was there for, again, six, seven years. I came back here to attend college back in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I went to Wilkes University, um, and then I attended Villanova University for my graduate degree. So I've been here. I've been um, in the West Norton area about... 12 years now okay. so I love it I'm I'm not going anywhere else I'm staying here You're staying right here. yes I'm staying here so I'm assuming you speak Italian <laughs> yes I do okay so can you say um, thank you for listening to the chamber chat I can absolutely say is say that grazie per aver ascoltato il nostro podcast di Tri-State uh, the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce nice I like it so it's so I am Italian as well I've been to I've been Ooh. to Italy but I can't speak a lick of the language. Well, I was just lucky that I, I had no other option. I'm, I was thrown into it over summer vacation, thinking I would just be there for summer, head back in August. My father calls and says, 
oh no, we're moving there. Start learning the language. I'm like, well, that would have been helpful like three months ago. Yeah, yeah. I had no other options. So. But you know what? You figure it out, right? Yeah. Oh, I you figure definitely, it out. I, I had no other option. Yeah, I even so. took I even took some Italian in college, and mm-hmm. it just I don't know. It was a mess. I just couldn't <laughs> I just couldn't get it. But when I went over there, mm-hmm. it was weird. All of it started coming back to me a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. So I so I knew enough where I could function, where I can order. You know, uh, do a Coca Cola por favore. You know, oh. so I, you know, two cokes, you know, please. Yes. <laughs> so, or you know, do you accept uh, credit cards? That's a tata de carta de credito. You know, st- that sort yeah, of thing. So, and I might not even be saying it right. Oh, you were. But, you uh, were okay. absolutely <laughs> saying it correctly. So, thumbs up. But I, it's uh, you know just enough stuff to function. But could yes. I carry on a conversation? No way. Well, I mean, if I didn't, if I wasn't forced into the situation, I probably wouldn't know the language either. So I think if that's something that you want to do, immerse yourself in the culture, and that's the best way to do it. And that's how you learn, right? Like yep. I hear a lot of people learn from watching TV and yes. just ingrate, integrating themselves into the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm trying to learn Spanish now, which is very close to mm-hmm. Italian. Mm-hmm. If someone says something in Spanish, I can 95% of the time understand what they're saying, but if I have to respond in Spanish, mm-hmm. that's where I'm all of a sudden saying something in Italian thinking it's Spanish, and it's not. Yeah. But one day I'll get there. All right. Um, so where do you find, so where does Freestyle find their connections in the community? I'm sure it comes from a number of different places, but is there any one or top three in particular that... Well, a lot of it is uh, referral-based, and you know we're also actively involved in uh, the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce as well as other organizations. Um, I'm active in Crew Philadelphia, which is the Commercial Real Estate Women of Philadelphia. Uh, so there are different organizations that each agent participates in. We're all active in our different schools for our children. So. Again, building those relationships and getting to know people through those groups is really what has helped us to prosper and grow over the past 10 years. Yeah, and that's been a common theme with our guests on the Chamber Chat podcast is is building those relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, I think some businesses and some people think that it's, again, it's very transactional, Mm -hmm. you know, and they have to pick up the phone and make cold calls or, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's just not like that. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And there's no better way to do that than by having that conversation Mm -hmm. and developing that relationship. Mm So That's absolutely what it's all about. And not just in real estate. I think nowadays, because the internet is so readily available, we easily lose that human touch. So building those relationships, getting out and meeting new people and letting them know your story, not in front of a screen or anything, that's really what makes the difference. So we, we really do our best to ensure that that is the message that we're putting out there. Yeah. So, so what do you think are like one of your bigger pain points um, for real estate right now? Well, I, I don't think it's a pinpoint for now per se. I think it's a constant concern is that the real estate market is so unpredictable. We don't know one day from the next which way it's going to go. I think the one way that we at Freestyle Real Estate have really fought that issue and that concern is to be adaptable. We we ask questions. We go along with the market. So if we know that distressed, pro- distressed properties or short sales are more pr- predominant, we dive head, in, head first. So we learn more about that. 
we make sure that we know what we're what the market is showing us so that we can better service our clients yeah i was going to ask you uh, so obviously you know kind of like a moving target so how do you keep up with the industry trends are there continuing education or yes there is continuing education that does need to be completed every other year so we need to make sure that we're staying on top of that but also whenever you're working with a real estate agent you want to make sure that you're working with a realtor A realtor belongs to the National Association of Realtors, which means that they are upholding a higher level of ethics. So they're not going to be the ones that are just cold calling everybody and following lists and just trying to make it a transaction. They they really have to hold a higher standard because they're there to protect you. So that's one thing that you want to make sure that you you know keep in mind when you're looking for a real estate agent. So do I find that, is there a directory that I can look at or a website that I can the find National out if they're a realtor? The Association of Realtors, so you would be able to find that information, yes. Okay, perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. So anything else you want to tell me about uh, Freestyle? Uh, well, we, you had asked about a community involvement. We are actually going to be kicking off uh, a joint venture with Operation Backpack. They're located here in Pottstown, PA, uh, and it's basically to fight childhood hunger. So many of these children are able to, they have their hot lunch, they have a breakfast provided at school, but when they go home over the weekend, they don't necessarily have that. So Operation Backpack collects food donations to give to these children to ensure that when they go home, they have a snack. They have, you know, whether it's a meal on the go, Pop-Tart, cereal, water, juice. So we're going to be joining uh, Operation Backpack to collect food for these children uh, starting April 1st through Easter. Um, we'll share that information on social media, but if you're in the Gilbertsville area and you'd like to donate food, absolutely let us know and, you know, we'll be at the office to collect donations or I can meet with them if needed. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And we're not quite sure when this episode is going to be released, so it may be outside of the time frame okay. that you mentioned, mm-hmm. but for folks who aren't familiar with Operation Backpack. Obviously, Ellie gave a little bit of background, Mm -hmm. but then folks can also help year-round with Operation Backpack as well too, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. You can contact them directly and they'd be able to provide you information, whether it's on their website where you can actually go through and order items uh, that are going to directly go to Operation Backpack to be distributed to the children, or you can drop donations off at their offices here in Boston. Yeah, and I think if anybody wants to get a little bit more education about them, there is a website for Operation Backpack, but then also, too, I know I've gotten a tour before, and those ladies are extremely informative and can really, yeah, Yeah. they're fantastic, Mm -hmm. and I can tell you they really get into the nuts and bolts of what their organization Mm -hmm. does, so, you know, if you feel like you want to make a donation, but you also want to see, you know, um, you know, how your donation is benefiting, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely reach out to Operation Backpack, so. Absolutely. All right, good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else you'd like to add uh, for your, this is your first recorded podcast? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been a wonderful experience. I am grateful for the opportunity, so thank Thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate you having having you on. Perfect. Thanks, Thank Ellie. For, thanks, Ellie. This has been Ellie Travato from Freestyle Real Estate. Again, thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media. On LinkedIn, we are on Twitter, Facebook, 
and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. It's once again on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.